What is up, ladies and gents? Um, so for this podcast, I have D Trent on. Um, really quick though, if you guys can go ahead and leave me five stars, um, as well as a comment attached to those five stars on Apple Podcasts, um, or five stars on Spotify, and even better, both. That would help me out. That'd be that'd be pushing me out into the algorithm. Um, I'd appreciate it a million. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, for this podcast, I had D Trent on. Um, I was fucking stoked. I was a little nervous in the beginning, if I'm being honest, because I've been a huge fan of his for for a hot minute. Um, but as far as the conversation goes, we we talked and touched on a lot of subjects. I guess going on from like school um, manifestation to him creating his reality, how he will create his reality. Um, he's doing a big push on YouTube, so if you can follow him, you can just type in D Trend. Uh, you can find him on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, of course. Um, yeah, we talked about best pieces of advice. We talked about um, just a bunch of other things. Um, it's it's fresh. I'm thinking of the last things because I just finished up the podcast. But um, I just listened to it. I'm sure you guys will like it as much as I did. Um, it's good to hear him talk because you get more of an insight and a much better perspective as to who he is. Um, but yeah, he's a very good guy and I have nothing but positive things to say. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast as much as I did. When I was 17, yeah, I was 50 pounds, 17. Yeah, dude, I remember that transformation you posted. I was like, fuck, bro. My biggest regret is fucking starting to work out fucking late. I was like, I fucked up, bro. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I started a little bit, I would say, late. I did work out. I played sports throughout my whole life. But, you know, uh, I got into working out when I was 17. And uh, I didn't start for bodybuilding. I started because I did track and stuff. Uh-huh. And I would, I'll give it a shot, get stronger, faster, whatever. And then I just fell in love with it over the, you know, as I started doing it more. Yeah. How um, how has it been working out with Bradley Martin? Does it feel weird? Just I feel like it's almost like a 360 from when you had like about $50 in your bank account to now you're working out with Bradley Martin. You're making money off of YouTube. You have all these goals pretty much set on your shoulders. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It feels unreal. Yeah. Um, really. How I was going to ask you this. Has your mental status changed more from before when you were grinding on your way up? Or would you say it's like pretty much the same thing? Or Oh, it's changed 100%. I don't, I don't feel like the same person I once was six or eight months ago. What? Or a year ago when I... Really? Yeah, I do not. I like... I. I don't feel like the same person. Like if you could ask me, all right, make the old content you used to make. I couldn't do it. I couldn't get back into that mindset and make the content I used to make when I first started blowing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a totally different person. I've noticed you know that. I mean? I've noticed that a hundred percent. Why wouldn't you go back to like the, um, I guess like the old D trend, D trend, right? Because I feel like, for whatever reason, that that D trend like pissed off a lot of people, but that's what got the fucking uh, I guess the ball rolling, if that makes sense. Um, mainly because I can't. That's not who I am as a person anymore. Uh-huh. Like that's not how I think. Mm-hmm. Really live my life, you know. Um, so it'd be forced. I would have to act and like really fake it instead of just vibing and getting into it. Like I would just used to just pick up the camera and do it all in one take, and it was all very natural. This time I would have to act and i would have to look at old videos so it's just i'm just not the same person and um it's also because a lot of my content if i posted that now it would get taken down it would get 
for the most part, copyrighted or I would get taken down for bullying and harassment. So I can't really put as much content like that without getting, you know, censored or banned. I yeah. mean, this is my, I made three TikToks already. My two previous ones got banned permanently. So TikToks. So really, it's a lot of censorship. I just have to change who I am and in terms of content and because, you know, people change and I was 21 years old. Um, I'm 22 now and uh, I'm someone that I change a lot. Like you'll, you guys will find, if you haven't figured that out, I'm someone that's always changing. What's uh? what's the biggest m- misconception about you? Um, I would say that, uh, I'm an asshole or that I'm a douchebag or I'm not like popular, like typical steroid jock mm-hmm. loud abrasive i'd say that's probably the biggest misconception and that um uh i don't know people are always saying like man actually actually you're like this or actually you're pretty cool mm-hmm. or actually you're pretty chill or actually you're pretty nice so i think people just they have they see me online or maybe how i look and they they think the opposite you know what I mean? So yeah. I would say the biggest misconception is just who I am as a person. Uh, I, I typically tend to say this a lot. It's like the people that are usually going to judge you as like one thing. It's usually because they're one dimensional. So that's that's why they see you one dimensional, because that's a reflection of themselves. That's personally what I believe. Yeah. And I have a I, I feel like a lot of people uh, tend to us underestimate my intelligence, like how smart I am. Mm-hmm. They think I'm just you know, dumb steroid guy that just takes a boatload of steroids and is uh whatever you yeah. know but i think people underestimate that which is good for me it's uh-huh. an advantage but it also it's annoying when i see people comment stuff i'm like man i wish i could just talk to this person in person so i could get to know who i am you know um i think that's a, a lot of the, the misconceptions that negative views on me mm-hmm. i was gonna actually ask you this at the end but i'll just ask you right now have you ever thought about starting your own podcast, dude? Like, if people actually, like, sit down and just listen to your lives or to your YouTubes, like, you're a pretty in-depth person, bro, like, genuinely. Yeah, I have, actually. Um, I've thought about it, but I've never seen myself actually doing it, at mm-hmm. least not anytime soon. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, in the future, I've thought about doing a po- doing podcasts or stuff like that. Like, I just like joining. I just like being in people's podcasts. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that for so what's uh maybe maybe yeah 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 i mean you could definitely do it man i mean i don't know how you would do it there's like a million different ways to do it um i know some people that do like solo podcasts obviously interviewing people dicking around it's just all like whatever's your cup of tea if that makes sense right yeah yeah i mean i would do it any other way i could sit down and talk for like three two to three hours easily yeah, dude, I noticed that with the the conversation with Bradley Martin. I was like, damn, that's like pretty good in depth too, especially the ending. I was like, damn, y'all got me emotional out in the club, bro. Oh man, <laughs> that's crazy. But um, going back to uh, what we touched on earlier, what's you said that you changed quite a bit from you in the beginning to who you are right now. What's been the biggest change, I guess, more so uh, within yourself that you've noticed? Um. I would just say my maturity levels. I feel a lot more mature. Um, yeah, I would say I'm just a lot more easygoing, collected, calm. Mm-hmm. I was a bit more, I guess, uh, unhinged for a while. 
Okay. A lot of, a lot of guys probably really liked that. They looked up to that, but that's not a good way to live because you'll likely end up in jail or you probably, you know, push everyone out of your life by acting like an asshole or acting unhinged. So, um, and it stresses you out. You, it's not something that's realistic. Um, I think people thought like D trend as they thought it maybe some people probably thought it was just a character mm-hmm. or it was just, I really, for the most part it wasn't. That's who I really was for two to three years of my life. Mm-hmm. And it pushed a lot of people that were close to me away just for, for internet fame. Like I, I had a lot of people that I hurt and, um, kind of did wrong because I was too selfish and uh, no one was really happy with me personally in my personal life, but people online were idolizing me. So um, I would say that is just my, uh, uh, I'm a lot nicer to people, mm-hmm. I'm a lot more caring. I'm a lot, I try to be a lot more genuine back then. I didn't really care about any of that. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't care about anyone else. So it, it necessarily just wasn't just a character. That's just who I was. That's why I can't go back and act like that because, you know, that's who I really was as a person. Mm-hmm. That's not really a good way to live. That's why I tell people, I say, you know, that's not something you should ever idolize or try to be. Don't be like that, you know? You know, it's fun or cool. It's, <laughs> it's not realistic. Yeah, it's not sustainable long-term, basically, right? If I, if I still thought and acted the same way I did, uh, a year ago or even a year and a half ago, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Like I probably, this probably wouldn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably burn my out or I'd make a really dumb mistake that costed me my career. Mm-hmm. How strong is your support system right now? I would say it's still very strong. Yeah. Who do you normally like keep close around you? Um, I have a few people, but for the most part, I just stick to myself. Mm-hmm. I have a mind, but for the most part, I'm always just by myself doing my own thing. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the things that intrigued me the most. Are um just mainly because for me in particular, like I'm usually like that, like ninety percent of the time, like I just like vibing on my own. Um, but more so, like out of curiosity, does it does it ever get to you, or like are you comfortable? Because for the most part, like I'm pretty comfortable with my own peace, but then like. Maybe yeah. once every two weeks, I'm like, fuck, it's it's like I'm feeling it. But like, and then I'm like chilling, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, I I totally get that you that. Say for a while, I didn't have a support system for a very long time growing up in life. Um, but yeah, it gets hard. It gets, it, the main issue with it is just loneliness. Mm-hmm. You just get lonely a lot. And it's just like, sucks not having someone there for you. But, you know, you have to keep going so yeah. I'd say the hardest part is loneliness, but you remind yourself why you're doing this and the people that do care for you, mm-hmm. that are there for you, that they, you know, always be there. Like, like, that's just what matters. That's what keeps me going. Because even me, I have trouble with that too. I, I get sad and down and I'm like, man, I just wish I have someone to talk to. And many days I don't, but you know, what other choice do I have? I just have to keep going. Mm-hmm. When, whenever you're looking for like someone to like keep into your life, is there like certain traits that you look for in particular, like anything like you analyze? Cause again, I, 
I can see that like you're very smart. You remind me of somebody that um, that I worked out with before, and he was big too. And like I hate saying this, but like my first instinct was like, oh, he's probably not smart, right? Like I had no fucking idea. I was ignorant. But like once I got to know yeah. him and I had on my podcast, down, I was like, damn, this guy's fucking brilliant. I don't know if you've seen him or not. Do you know who Mark Harley is? No, uh-uh. he's uh the big dude that does skits with um, Isaiah Miranda. I touched on him yesterday. Um, Oh yeah, I remember you brought up Isaiah. I don't watch a lot of Isaiah's content. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's 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 a he's a huge fucking guy, bro. Like when I worked out with him, he was like casually fucking overhead pressing two twenty five. I was like, bitch. <laughs> uh, but he's fucking brilliant. That's, That's when I realized I was like, dude, I can't let these fucking misconceptions like stick in my head, right? Uh, that was ignorant of yeah, me. Yeah, it's it's common. It's common with me. I've I've been like that my entire life. Uh-huh. So it's I don't think it's something that will ever change. Mm-hmm. I think it's just how I look. Um, people always view me that way. I don't think it, it's something I could ever change personally. It's just I, I've gotten used to it over time. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's usually – I think that just boils down to, like, people's insecurity. So that's, like, their way to cope low-key. Yeah. You know, people get that, – that's something – yeah, like I said, that's not really something I could control. Yeah. That's something that they have to control. So if that's – how it is that's just life right you gotta find ways to work past it they just jealous of that great a genetics boy (laughs) i try not to to say that yeah you know it's true you know if you're a handsome guy you're Uh an attractive dude people will think you have it all and um, they'll typically look at you negatively more than positively Mm -hmm. or if you're successful they'll think you just got it somehow out of out of luck yeah, a hundred percent. People yeah. are always fucking hating, but that's. Do you think that's a that's human nature to look at shit in a negative light? Yeah, yeah. After being on social media long enough, I'd say so. Dude, like I, you know what? Like TikTok was like overall like decently pretty supportive, but it wasn't until like I started like diving into YouTube where I'm like, oh my god, this is a fucking hellhole. I was like, this is the most toxic I've ever seen. But like now, now it's like starting to be like overridden. But I'm like, when I first started, I was like, it, I can see why it's easy to get discouraged in the beginning, for sure. It's always been the opposite. I get a lot of support on YouTube. Uh-huh. But on TikTok, I've gotten a lot of hate. I get a lot of support there, too. Uh-huh. But I've seen a lot of a lot of hate on uh, TikTok. I've, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've received a lot of hate on every kind of social media. I'm just my waking life. That's just something I'm used to. Mm-hmm. I've never been someone that was been supportive I've been supported of very much growing up. It was always people would rather t- try to tear me down mm-hmm. than anything I do in life. So one thing that I admire from you is that you have the ability to to pretty much walk away from the herd to go like your own path. What what do you think like differentiates you like that from like regular average everyday people? Because for the most part, kind of going back to what I touched on earlier is like people usually look at things in negative life like inherently, right? Genetically, whatever it might be. But yeah, most people don't have it in them. They they like to flock in a group and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like to me it's just weird. I'm just like, you're so fucking tribal. Uh, but I don't know. I, I want to hear what your thoughts are on that. I think that's just human instinct, man. Uh-huh. I think uh majority of the population is like that, while a very few small percentage are not like that. Mm-hmm. I would say the reason why I'm the way I am is because how I was how I grew up. You know, I was never really in groups anyway. 
Mm-hmm. I never really followed people around. I, even when I tried, people wouldn't accept me. They kind of just, oh, he's a weird kid. Uh, like, leave him, leave him be, you know? Mm-hmm. So, or he's a dumb kid. So I was always kind of just by myself. So I think that made me used to being a bit of an outsider, mm-hmm. especially at my home. Like, I've always had a small family of I didn't really ever have a lot of friends like to hang out with. So I was always pretty much by myself for a good portion of my life. And um, yeah, and I was was raised around sisters. So it wasn't like I had other, I guess, you know, boys to relate to Uh a whole lot. So I think uh, once you're you're by yourself enough and you watch people and see how they act, you kind of pick up on tendencies and, Eventually, you form your own. With me, it was me being more of a outcast, mm-hmm. outsider, and I still am to this day. So I'm still not someone that goes with the herd or groups. I, in fact, I like speaking my mind and mm-hmm. um, speaking the truth. And I'm not someone that's just going to join something because everyone else does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't like me because, like, I'm like pretty straight up. Like, I, I'm just like. If you're like, if you're cheating, like, I'm not going to support it or like anything in general, right? Like, if you're fucking up, like, I'll tell it straight to your face. And they're like, why can't you be like a good friend? I'm like, is a good friend telling you the truth or is a good friend lying to your face and pretending to support you, right? That's just like an easy example. That's not like something that actually happened in my life, right? But it's just like shit. But as far as for me, it was like, I was always the fucking fat kid in school, dude. When I was like in fifth grade, I weighed like 250. So like that kept me away. Like people just didn't want to fuck with me and shit. And then, yeah, I was always moving all over. But low key though, I almost feel like moving around like a bunch of places back and forth is what like got me to open my perspective and see people from like an outsider's perspective almost. So like I I hated it when I was a kid, but I'm happy now, you know? Yeah, I, I, I was honestly, um, I was pretty, I never had that issue. I was always pretty athletic, uh-huh. um, you know, very social growing up. I actually was very nice, very social as a kid. I was very welcoming mm-hmm. um, when people were like that to me. So over time, it started changing my personality. But um, I guess I was just, uh, I don't know, too naive of people. I wanted to be accepted a lot, and mm-hmm. in return, I never got that. So it made me kind of just eventually just say to hell with it all. When you say naive, like you meant like trusting like people more? Or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was very uh, innocent. Uh-huh. Oh, I was very innocent. I'd say I was on the same boat. Uh, for me in particular, I freaking uh, – what was it? I, when I was a kid, I freaking I, – I, I'd stuck like my finger out, and then like everyone was like – snitching on me and they're like oh he's cussing at us and he's like doing shit and i was like what the fuck's going on what the fuck did i do i was like i was just pointing a fucking finger like i was just an i was a naive fucking kid bro but i think that's because uh my parents are like they're immigrants right so i was like they yeah. threw me in a fucking school and i was like i don't even fucking speak english bro what the fuck is this i picked <laughs> it up obviously but i was like what the fuck dog you know yeah it's crazy um yeah i was a. I had a i actually had a few groups in elementary i had maybe one or two a little bit elementary middle school and I was always kind of the leader uh-huh. the not the leader but the one that pulls the strings uh-huh. so there would be a leader of the group yeah for sure you know there'd be um like seven or eight people and I was the person that would manipulate him mm-hmm. to get stuff to do stuff for me 
And in return, everyone knew that it was me as the actual leader, but in return, I would boost his ego mm -hmm. to make him feel like he was the leader. But in reality, he was too stupid to realize <laughs> what I was doing. So I was, if there was one thing about me, I was always extremely, extremely smarter than my age. Uh -huh. I think that's why I never fit in with people. I, once I uh, started, you know, getting a bit older, like maybe around 11, 12 years old, uh, I feel like I was a lot, at least socially smarter than most people around me, even though I never really was the greatest in academics because I was lazy. And I honestly felt like I was, it's going to sound weird. I felt like I was better. Mm -hmm. like, I don't have to do this. This isn't what I'm ever going to do in life. So I don't need to do this. Not that I was better than other people, but that I had a better outcome in life than just to go to college and become a normal person. I, I knew I was going to be someone special mm -hmm. or famous since I was like 10 years old. It was just an internal thought, especially when everyone was saying I was a loser, you're stupid, you're weird. When everyone else around me was putting me down and I was failing all my classes. Yeah. I still had that internal dialogue telling me, no, you're better than all of them. You just are. And I would think I would be confused. Like, wow, I have this com competitive internal drive, yet other people don't see that in me. Mm -hmm. So it looks like I'll have to show them. I fuck with that, dude. And you know what's interesting is I think the majority of people, not not all, obviously, like realistically speaking, but I think a lot of majority of people have like enough personality as long as they just get comfortable with the camera. The main thing that differentiates is what we were talking about yesterday. It's that discipline. It's that consistency. And if you can do that. Yeah you'll you'll be favored and you'll be rewarded everyone has it in them it's just a lot of people don't act on it and you're the one that's clearly acting in which is why you even gained this notoriety notoriety right sorry i just fumbled on my words yeah yeah but the reason why i blew up wasn't out of anything positive uh -huh. it was out of more negative uh-huh do you regret that so i was no not at all uh-huh i feel like i needed it to be where I'm at now to grow as a person. So I don't regret it, mm -hmm. but um, I wouldn't ever want anyone to be in my shoes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even though it did help out and I did get a lot of success and popularity and support from it, mm -hmm. it was not from a good place. It was not from a positive place. It was from a very negative and dark place. Have there been people that have like, I'm sorry to interrupt. Have there been people that no, you're good. Um, that don't like that you changed? Because I feel like the majority of supporters should oh, support yeah. you, but yeah, without a doubt, there's a lot of people that stay. Uh, they miss my old content, miss the old D trend. I want the old D trend back, or uh, we wish we, we we wish how arrogant you were and God complex. And I was like, you gotta understand, like that wasn't someone that was any way shape or form a functioning member of society mm -hmm. you know even though it was fun it was cool that's not something that i could bring back if you guys want a future out of me mm -hmm. <laughs> you know that's not realistic yeah yeah it's a lot of um suppressing of emotions and negative coping mechanisms and a lot of drug usage such as excessive amounts of trend which i would take to numb myself I wasn't just taking it for bodybuilding. I was taking it to uh, not deal with my emotions. You know what I mean? Damn, so instead that was deep, of bro. getting sad or depressed or anxious, I would get angry. Mm -hmm. And instead of blaming myself 
over my mistakes, I would blame you and put you down. Like you're fucking stupid. You're the loser. You know what I mean? That's, that's how it would make me feel. And I was so used to that for so long. And I needed to look into myself. And once I finally did, it kind of messed with me for a while. Like I felt really uh, almost embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I think that probably is going to strike with a lot of people in particular, obviously not like the trend part itself, but like doing things to like numb yourself. Like if I'm being like truly honest, like, there have been times where I do that with, like, let's say, for example, for, like, a regular gym bro, like, with pre-workout. I'm just like, let's two scoop it up, boy. I don't want to fucking think. I want to be fucking tweaking off my fucking face, you know? Uh, or yeah. people just drinking just to fucking forget. I'm like, there's a lot of people that are probably going to relate to that part in and of itself. Yeah, and um, it's like, yeah, it was just, like, D-Trend, like, the idea of D-Trend, who people would think I am. They uh -huh. thought I probably was a super fun guy, maybe go to parties, uh. loud, abrasive. No, I was very, very silent and almost like just not pleasant to be around. Like mm -hmm. I would just, I'd be in the gym and I would just be, I just looked angry <laughs> That's amazing. all the time. I would look, I was straight faced, mm -hmm. angry, and I was such a fucking asshole to people. That's one thing that, like, if more people that are – well, obviously, the people that are listening to the podcast, they're definitely already going to know this about you. But for the people that are, that haven't listened to the podcast or haven't listened to your YouTube videos, that's pretty much how you are. I mean, it does make sense because when you say you're, like, portraying the D-trend from, like, of the past, it only lasts, like, a handful of seconds and, like, you're back to, like, humble D-trend. I'm like, what the hell? This is a nice, like, a nice vibe, you know? Yeah, this is, this is who I really am. Like, this is who is me as a person is. Mm. Like, I – I'm here to motivate people and make people happier, not be an asshole and be self-serving, you know, and it naturally I'm not, I mean, I could be a bit selfish, but um, I'd rather just be kind and nice to people and bring them up because that's what I'm supposed to do, you know? So how I used to act, uh, that was for the most part. I never knew I'd, I'd get to this as an, as an influencer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I never knew I'd get here. Like, I, even though I had thoughts in my mind, I'm going to be something special. I'm going to be something great. I never thought it was going to happen. For the most part, I was just kind of existing. I didn't know if I would live another year or two. Mm -hmm. Or if I there was a solid two or three, probably about two years from like 20 to 21. You know, I was like, fuck, I could be, I could go to jail next week. I could die next week, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. And, like, that's crazy to me. I'm just like... And I didn't care. I did not care about my life at all. You know, I did not care. I, I was like, fuck it. If I die next week, I die next week. It is what it is. Why? You know, and that's not a good mindset to have. It's, it's not good, you know? And I, over time, I kind of realized that I, I, I do enjoy motivating people. And I've always had this tendency i can make people very happy and positive and motivated and upbeat or i could do the opposite and make them very angry and upset i always had that uh, ability to get to people like that so i might as well use it for the better have you ever looked into jordan peterson i used to watch a lot of his stuff when i was uh, in college okay yeah i feel like he he's Put, help me like put a grab on a lot of things and i was just wondering just because you're i think i mean in my eyes and this is an assumption but i think you're very you have a very good grasp on like human psychology
Yeah, I was actually, um, I went to college in psychology for psychology a little bit. Um, I actually went to college to become a forensic psychologist. That's what I wanted to do. So I was studying criminology and psychology. And uh, I studied psychology myself by my own for like a solid year and a half straight. And Mm -hmm. um, I have a really good grasp of the whole, you know, study, especially social psychology of people. So I, I, I didn't really learn a lot of it from school because I already knew about it, mm. but I did a lot of studying of psychology myself on the internet and books from when I was like 17 to 20 years old. I did a lot of studying and I did a lot of practical application. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I was like, as far as for me in particular, like the textbook stuff like helped out like moderately, but like the things that helped out the most is like like going to YouTube university or whatever. Right. And then like actually watching like yeah. the fucking videos. I'm like, damn bro, YouTube should be fucking, dude, I should be paying for YouTube. What the fuck is this? You know, it's gold. Yeah, I've, um, I've researched so much psychology to the point that I don't really read it anymore because I burnt myself out from reading too much into it. Like obviously there's still things I can learn, but I've researched so much that I was just like, I don't really care to read it too much anymore. Yeah. I used to, I used to read it religiously every day. Sigmund Freud, Jordan Peterson, <laughs> Sigmund Freud. all these people. I, I read some Sigmund Freud books. Um, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted, but I, it's a big reason why I'm here, where I am now and who I am as a person, because when I was younger, I was the total opposite of self-reflected and mm-hmm. self-aware. I was very, uh, just kind of reckless and uh, self-absorbed and couldn't look outside from myself. Now I have this great ability to look through other people instead of myself. So now I'm not, a lot of many people are stuck in their, in their themselves, their mind. When I'm talking to other people and I'm interacting to them, my hundred percent focus is on that. I like that. Um, I want to touch back on something really quick that, I think it's important. Why why didn't you care about like your life before? Honest, why didn't I care? That's a good question. Uh, I would say I kind of just gave up after a while. Like I went to college and I was doing, you know, I wanted to become a psychologist, I guess. And I wanted to be a better person. You know, I wanted to be accepted and I never, it didn't happen. And I kind of was just like, yeah, I was kind of disappointed in school and it just didn't meet my expectations of life. I just became kind of ni- very, very nihilistic in my approach to life. I figured, well, nothing really matters. I might as well do whatever I want, you know? So I didn't really have anything greater that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Eventually, my life just came down to just being in the gym and working out and for a solid two years or so and then going to work. That's all I did. But deep down, I knew that, you know, it was going to pay off. It's just I was really reckless with it. And I was reckless with how I acted. So I didn't really fully grasp that I was being like that. I just didn't really care, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I hit rock bottom many times and uh, my life was always on self-improvement, but it was like after a while, something just switched and all I cared about was just being in the gym and making gains. And it, 
it's not like I didn't care about my life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I did. I wanted to be a bodybuilder. I wanted to be bigger, yeah, better and stronger. It's just I stopped caring about my health and people around me to obtain my goals. That's not really a good thing. It's very selfish. So um, I think I just became really reckless, very cutthroat to achieve whatever I wanted to achieve. That's interesting. Do you think you should be able to, I, I guess from like before, from when you were trying to aim to those things, right? Would you still give up anything right now to achieve your goals? Or has that completely changed? Would I what? Would you still do anything to achieve your goals? Yeah. 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 That's just who I am deep down as a person. Um, I feel like I'm someone that's always very goal-oriented, even if I'm in a slump. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if things aren't going the right way, a part of me deep down will always say, you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. This is why you live. This is the reason why you live. But I will go at it a different way. So instead of being very selfish and cutthroat, I'm going to be doing it in a way that's more acceptable, not only to others, but myself. That makes me feel good. So it's not just going to be whatever it takes if I have to push some out of the way, I'm going to do it. It's more so if I could uplift people, if I could help people achieve their goals mm-hmm. while I'm achieving mine, then I'm doing, then I'm doing something right. That's my job as an influencer, as an influencer, you know, I'm here to motivate and uplift people. So why not do that while achieving my goals as well? Why do I have to be selfish and just put others down or not care, you know? So I'm grateful to be where I'm at. I'm very appreciative to be in the position to have the fans and followers I do. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to uplift them too. That's the least I can do. You know, they helped me get here. So I might as well take time out of you know, my, my craft to better them too. So I'm very open with my knowledge. I'm very giving. So as you can tell when people talk to me in my lives or in my videos, I'm very honest. Mm-hmm. And I tell them stuff that some people pay for. Mm-hmm. And that's a reason what for my honesty is I feel like people deserve it. They deserve that from me. Yeah. Like the least I can do. It's why I interact with my fans as much as I do and my followers is I, they generally deserve that. You're actually probably like one of the busiest people I've seen that like heavily engage with your fans. Do you ever like get burned out with that? Do I have a what? Sorry. You kind of cut out a little bit. Sorry. My bad, bro. I was, I was asking, do you ever get, um, burned out because yeah you you're pretty active like all over i'm like damn these trends hustling out here dude i i feel like i'm not active enough what what do you what else are you trying to do i i want to do it all yeah this is my job this is my life i i believe i could always do better i could always do more so if it's like if i could touch one person's life and change their life that's a big thing Mm mm-hmm you know, that's all it takes is just changing one person's life, their perspective. That's that's my whole goal. That's my whole purpose is to reach out, to motivate, to uplift as many people as possible. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I I believe it's a never-ending journey. You can keep going forever. Well, obviously, it's good to never, like, say, like, complacent or stagnant. But as of now, I can 100% say that you've changed, like, thousands of people's lives, like, for the better. So, like... 
let's say worst case something were to happen god forbid right like you've already had like a positive impact more than a lot of people would on a bigger scale and on a bigger magnitude so that's something to be proud of at least where you're at right now um and i think it's always good to mm-hmm. get that recognition whether you even acknowledge that for yourself or not because you seem like a pretty humble guy for the most part even though you're a fucking beast which is a stupid like not stupid like a weird mix it's like but it goes back to that shy hung alpha shit that you always be talking about you know yeah i was uh i was the outcast growing up yeah i was the loner so um i'm out here doing my thing i'm gonna continue doing it so I, I feel happy with where I'm at. I, I have people messaging me all the time. You know, I've changed their life better. I've helped them lose 50 pounds. I've motivated them to get out of the slump. All these crazy messages that you would see and just be so happy mm-hmm. seeing it. I don't believe it. Some days people come up to me and they talk to me and they're like, can I get a photo? Or, bro, you've changed my life. I'm a huge fan. And I'm thinking, man, like, what do I do? That makes you like me so much. Mm-hmm. What am I, what am I doing? Like I've, it blows my mind. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even realize the impact I have on others because I'm always just trying to better myself. I'm always trying to figure out more ways to do things and to get my word and my reach out there that I forget that I actually do have a, a good impact on, on some people. That's uh, that's them alpha genes. You know why though? Because you forget that you have that impact on people. Because at the end of the day, you're going towards your purpose. You're forging your own road, and that you're so focused on your purpose that you don't even see the people admiring you from behind. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I, I get lost in it, and um, that's just always how I've been. I've always been someone that I'm gonna tackle whatever I have to do in life, mm-hmm. and obviously, it's being in the gym, it's working out, it's making content continuing to better myself and um yeah I, I i get lost in it and uh you know i feel like a lot of influencers are the opposite they are so caught up in it all and their egos and um, they feel like they're the greatest thing in the world and you ask me you talk to me you're like dang this this uh detrend guy seems like a normal dude mm-hmm. seems like an average guy and i'm like well, that's how i feel I know I 100% agree it's it's a crazy thing to like just be able to witness it like in real time from like when I first started following you to right now I'm just like damn this guy's pretty fucking legit um you're not an average guy though I'll give you that you're a fucking monster and you're a smart monster at that so there's that as well but you've never been super like you've never really been an artificial person either that's something that's like now that you touched on that like everyone else is like that and you're the opposite of that like what do you think makes you different why have you never been like that I prefer you like this, obviously, because so many people are just like are always partying. They want the Lambo. They want the the bitches or whatever. Like you're just you're just fucking built different, dude. Be honest, man, I I couldn't be like that even if I tried. Uh It's just who I am deep down as a person. I didn't have much growing up. So I was very grateful for what I did have. Mm -hmm. So I've always had to work. To get what I wanted it was never just given to me I was never just liked I was never just supported I you know I, I didn't grow up getting whatever I had I had to work for it mm-hmm. so um I guess I'm just uh I, I enjoy the the basic the simple things in life mm-hmm. you know it's all I can really enjoy you know I don't get a lot of enjoyment in the other things and I feel like it's not realistic it's not real it's yeah. uh superficial and i'm not a very superficial person in fact me being superficial it kills me yeah i can't do it i think that's a big reason why i had troubles growing up 
uh-huh. and a big reason why I turned out to you know who I was when I was a year or two ago as D-Train because it became a time where I just gave up on society. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm just not going to conform to any social norms anymore. I just gave up on trying to please people and trying to act normal. So I just lived my life on my own terms. That, that last statement you just said, 100% agree, like 1 million percent. And then over here being in like L.A. and shit, it's just like, I, I guess I'm not really in L.A., thank God, because I'd probably fucking blow my fucking brains out if I was over there. I'm like pretty like I'm like 30 minutes yeah. away. I, like I'm, I'm going to it gets it gets challenging driving that traffic. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. And even then, just dealing, like, I, I'd like, this might sound cheesy fucking horoscope fucking crystal-ass bitch thing, but I, I feel like intuition's a real thing. And it's, like, for me with, like, just people, they're like, oh, hey, Carl. I'm just, like, oh, like, it just makes me cringe when people are all fake and, like, forced professionalism. And it's, like, you can just tell when people are snarky pieces of shit. I'm just, like, ugh. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm in a small city in La Mirada, and it's, like, super peaceful. And, like, the thing, like, I'm an old man, like, I go on, like, two, like, hour-long walks, like, a day. Like, I just enjoy my fucking peace for the most part, like, not over 90% of the time. But, yeah, dude, I'm I'm glad I'm over here, not in L.A. Because even then, L.A. is just too crowded, even if you're not driving. Just, like, walking and just fucking homeless are trying to, like, I don't know, just, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get you 100%. Um, I'm the same way. I just, I more so like being around people. I don't always like talking or being the show of the party. Mm-hmm. But me being around people, even if I'm not talking to them, tend to tends to make me feel better most of the time. There's times that where I just want to be left alone and mm-hmm. not be seen. Uh-huh. Like there's days I go into my my home gym and everyone wants to talk to me and I just wish I was invisible. Shit. So I, I've experienced both, but I like being around people. Typically when I'm in a good mood, being around people puts me in a better mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, energy is contagious. I think that's the reason why... For me in particular, I, I enjoy going to the gym because that's that fucked me up during like COVID and shit. Like, oh, I don't even think I told yeah. I don't think I've ever said this, but like when COVID first started, um, I stole like weights from like two different gyms just so I could work out at home. But like the fucking uh, working out at home, like fucking was a buzzkill, dude. I'm like, I didn't realize like being around people like helped out like quite a bit, dude. I was like, oh shit, you know? Yeah, COVID was a big uh, reason why I started living my life the way I did and how D-Trend was formed. Uh-huh. It was a big reason for that. Um, COVID happened in California, you know, obviously gym shut down. In my area, it's Central Valley. Uh-huh. It's a bit more conservative, Republican out here um, compared to the Bay Area or, mm. uh, you know, near Los Angeles. So the gyms out here opened up and uh, after two months of the first shutdown, so mm. they opened up really fast and, uh, there was restrictions. You could only work out for an hour and a half and you didn't need a mask, but there was time blocks. Uh-huh. And, and every day I would see the same people for a year and a half straight uh-huh. every single day. And I had an hour and a half. I had two gym memberships. I had one at my main gym and then I had a 24 hour gym membership I could go to whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. So that was the most social I've ever been in my life. Because I've seen the same people, and we—that's the only place we can go without a mask. Was the gym, and I went there every single day after work. I worked from eight to four thirty, four o'clock. I rested for an hour. I'd wake up like six thirty in the morning, have a snack, have a 
a little bit of a nap, take my pre-workout, bam, I was in the gym for three to four hours. I'd finish my night. I'd be done around eight or nine o'clock and I would uh, go tan or whatever at my 24-hour gym and get go to sleep at 11 or 12 and restart it again. I did that for a long time and COVID was a very weird time, you know, so I think that's what made me a bit more reckless, but it made me very uh, motivated to achieve my goals and I was actually very social. I was probably the most social time I ever was in my life. Mm-hmm. And this was before I was even on TikTok. Mm-hmm. This was D trend. If you thought D trend was bad well, <laughs> before, I was even worse. Like, I had social media back then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you would have, yeah, that's a, that's a trend. I was a dude. straight menace. I was a fucking menace. People were afraid of me back then. Why were they? I have my friends now that know me that are cool they're great with me they're like bro i remember you it'd be like fucking 40 degrees raining and we'd be all standing outside waiting in line with our hoodies and sweaters and sweats on and you'd be out there with a fucking viking uh mullet and a beard (laughs) wearing a stringer a flannel short shorts just standing there with your veins already popped out like fucking terminator (laughs) literally like the terminator yeah, like this guy's not normal. Something's wrong with this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has anyone ever told you like you're like hot blooded or anything like that? Am I what? Like hot blooded or anything like that? Cold blooded? A uh, hot blooded. Oh, hot blooded. I don't. No, nah, I don't think so. No, no means anyone's told me that. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I was just wondering. I, I, I don't know. That was like a side thing or not, but. Um, yeah, dude, that, that whole thing's crazy. I don't know about you and like for you in particular, but I know you like, you don't like, uh, align yourself with like left or right. But as far as like me uh, goes, um, dude, for me, like, I, like COVID exposed a lot of like dumb people in my life, which was like dope. Cause I'm like, okay, I don't do the stupidity. But like the thing for me is like, I'm, I'm too right for the left and I'm too left for the right. So I'm like, dude, pe- like people don't like me on both sides. I'm like, I don't, I was like, fuck dude. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, apolitical, but for the most part, I'm I'm right dab in the middle. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not on the left to right. I just kind of form my own opinions, yeah. and I take it, take it like that. You know, whatever. If anyone has another opinion, or sees things a certain way, I, yeah. I'm obviously pretty neutral about their own opinion because uh-huh. that's their opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. It's how they think and want to live. That's fine. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm on team. The yeah. government is your enemy. That's the, <laughs> that's the team I'm on. Yeah, I just I don't know. I've always told people I tell you I'm a fucking bodybuilder. Okay. I don't got time to do this shit. I got I'm in, I'm focusing on the the weights, uh-huh. getting my meals in, and busting my ass off in the gym. I don't got time to worry about all this other bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all it's all noise <laughs> at the end of the day. Like truthfully. Yeah. Do you, yeah. do you think you could have walked down a path of darkness? Because obviously you're in the light now, right? Like whenever you choose to be in the light. But how easy do you yeah. think it could have been to walk down the opposite road? Very easy. Yeah? Yeah, very easy. I was already pretty much down there. Mm-hmm. I was in that path of darkness for a while, it felt like. Um, But yeah, it was... It's, I, I would just say um, I'm very lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm very lucky. Uh, I always feel like there was days I was hanging out with the wrong people, even in high school. Uh, people that I were up to no good, that were probably going to go to jail themselves or did go to jail and had nothing going for them. 
and I was still hanging out with those people and I didn't need to. And yet deep down, I still felt like I'm destined for something greater. Mm -hmm. It was just like, so even it's like life doesn't, it's like life didn't let me go down there. Do you believe in even a, when I tried to, even when I tried to shit, do you believe in a higher power? And I know people, I, I know people that, that died mm -hmm. that got killed like with a gun. I know people that are not no longer alive from violence. Like I talked to them. I grew up, I know people that are life in prison. Mm -hmm. You know, I hung out with those people when I was younger and that could have, that could have been me. You know, I, I'm not saying I've ever done stuff like that. I was always, you know, always pretty good kid. Mm -hmm. You know, even if I hung around the people that weren't the best, I was always someone that um, tried to see the best in people, mm -hmm. no matter what. So it's like life is just like, ah, oh, D-Trend, that's not going to happen. That's not the route you're going to go. I know you feel like the life is falling on your head and you're never going to achieve anything. And you have no one by your side. No one cares about you. But you're still going to get to where you want to be. Just keep going. Get your ass in the gym. Keep training. Mm -hmm. and keep believing in yourself. Quit being sorry for yourself. That's not going to get you anywhere. You can feel sorry all you want. Mm -hmm. It's not going to change anything. What's going to change is you continuing to reach your goals. Probably like, well, what? Man, but... What if it's the same as next year? What if everything I'm doing right now does not get any better and it's the same exact thing as next year? Well, what other choice do you have? That's crazy. Yeah, no, 100%. I think, I think people that make excuses for themselves will never amount to much. Not that they're bad people, right? But I think that they'll be stuck in the quote-unquote matrix and I'm like, that's one thing that I admire you for. It's like breaking free of like the normal trends. You were never normal, like in inherently. And I think that's going to stick out right now and for the rest of your life. And I think that's what's carving your own. You're carving your own future in that way. Yeah, 100%. And I always tell people like, you know, if I don't, <laughs> you're going to have to kill me. <laughs> For me to not reach my goal, you're gonna have to kill me. Yeah, like it's it's not it's like the whole uh, you know get rich or die trying. Like mm. I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop until I achieve my goal. Mm. The only thing that's gonna stop me is me not being on this earth anymore. Yeah. So I people my third, but what are you gonna do with your life? You know, you're uh, 21 years old. You're working with your dad. You're not making much money. Uh, What's your goal? You dropped out of college. I would be like, oh, I'm going to be a fitness influencer, I'm a bodybuilder, mm -hmm. a fitness influencer. How, how are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there because I believe in myself. And people were always like, oh yeah, this is uh Dawson is a bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. What is he? Is he, you know, is he own a gym? Is he a personal trainer? Maybe he used to be a personal trainer. Right now. Maybe he should go to college, go back to college. And I would say, oh, you dropped out at 19, 20 years old. Maybe you should go back. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. It's not for me. I know what I'm meant to do and what I, who I'm meant to be. Uh, have, you, have you seen that um, 
that one movie with James Franco and Seth Rogen that were like they were in North Korea. Yeah. They they they're like it's like they they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. That no, yeah, but it is, it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just crazy thinking about it all. But yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much at the end of the day, it's like again, there. I'm like a huge believer of like. Even if people try to like stop you from going like down a route, whether it's like with good intentions, like it's your mom, like or dad, because they love you and they're like, oh, I want you to go to school, I want you to be safe. That's because the risks that they took never paid out, and they're trying to save you from that pain. Or the opposite, they're just haters and they don't want you to succeed, right? But that's like that's just like your own route. What What do you think about like school and college? I think it's bullshit, but <laughs> I don't think it's bullshit um, if it's for you. If it's for you, what does that goals, mean? Goals, <laughs> then it's very important. Uh-huh. And if it you need to be able to do your dream or your passion, uh-huh. then it is important. But um, if you're just using it as your way of happiness, that, okay, this college and getting this job is the only way I can ever be happy, mm-hmm. then uh, you're being fooled. Mm-hmm. You're being tripped. Is once you get that job uh, that you went to college for for eight years, ten years, what six, the you're third twenty five, the old, and you're finally working that job, sitting at your desk or whatever, and you're like, man, like, like what the fuck else am I gonna do right now? Like, I did all that, I achieved it, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Well, it was never your passion or your happiness to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I believe it's very important, but uh, I believe at the end of the day, people should always go towards their dreams. I you know? the main reason. Hey, a hundred percent. The main reason why I say it's bullshit, it's like a it's a generalization. I, I, I any general generalization I ever make for um for the people that are listening, uh, that are like your followers and the, don't really know me, I say that as like the majority, right? More than like 60 percent, because I believe. That when I say that, it's more like a lot of people can find their dreams, their passions, get that same jobs without a degree. That that's the reason why I say it's bullshit. There are obviously some like minuscule exceptions, like lawyers, doctors, things of that nature. But as a whole, I usually I'm just like you can do it without it. In most cases, right? If you ask me personally, <laughs> if it's important, for me, then obviously I'm gonna tell you hell of the fuck now but uh <laughs> other people <laughs> yeah 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 i'm a but, uh, I, i'm a huge believer I people down. i'm a i'm a huge believer of don't let your schooling interfere with your education that's like my number one thing yeah yeah school and education those are two different things no i say school knowledge and education they're all different things you know what i mean yeah uh yeah no I yeah oh sorry there was like a Wi-Fi delay oh yeah well what I said is you got to be able to think for yourself no matter what and the I think I think the majority of your followers do like a pretty good job of that and a lot of people don't even know that they can't even think for themselves I've know I've known a lot of people that are like they think they're thinking for themselves but I'm like you're really not but that's sips my tea out here no one's kidding but yeah. Yeah. What's uh what's what's a trait of yourself that you never want to let go? Is there anything that's important to you about yourself? I would say um 
That's a really good question. I would say my uh, independence to be myself, you know, mm-hmm. to, to do what I want to do in life. So um, my trait of just being a bit of an outsider, a bit of an outcast, the lone wolf, that's a trait that I would never want to let go. To be able to think for myself, mm-hmm. carve my own path. Because as long as I can think for myself, and someone doesn't change my thinking and think for me, I could achieve whatever I set out to achieve. A hundred percent. You could take all my money away. You could ban all my accounts. You could uh, drop all my sponsors, whatever. As long as I can think for myself, there's a million other ways I could get back there and achieve whatever I set my mind to. Mm-hmm. It's like creating the physique of body, right? You know, it's like sculpting. It's an art. You can't just be a bodybuilder, but okay, I want to have this great body without having a vision of how you want to look. Mm. Everyone's different with their own bodies, but typically you have to imagine, okay, I want to have these massive arms or I want to have big legs or I want to have a great V taper. You know, Mm. it's like, you're not just in there flabbing on pounds of muscle and weight just to look like a fucking blob or it's just it's like when people are like man like why uh why are you lifting lighter weight or well, i'm focusing on contracting the muscle mm-hmm. you know what i mean i know if i work this way that muscle is going to grow into bigger compared to just throwing weight around and not having a goal in mind so um, being able to vision have a vision think for yourself you know you could achieve so many things do you, do you think you need a, a little bit of delusion? I think so. I think I think you need a little bit personally uh, because a lot of people have always like put me down and all of a sudden now like, as of recent, like the past few months, they just shut the fuck up. I'm like, that's right, bitch. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, without a doubt, you need to be a bit delusional. Yeah. I've, I've preached this so, so many times. You need to be delusional, you know, to be someone greater. You need mm-hmm. to be be something greater you need to be delusional um normal people if you're normal and you're just like everyone else good luck if you just try to fit in and be like everyone else you're you're just you're gonna blend in Hmm. you know so you have to be delusional you have to think outside the box you have to think have extremely high expectations because that's the only way you'll be able to have a chance to achieve them mm-hmm. by setting them high as they are you know yeah no 100 percent. do you think you manifested where you're at right now 100 percent. yeah without a doubt yeah but people would be like wow you're, you're doing really good you got twenty thousand uh followers on tiktok it's like that's great i'm i want fifty thousand hit mm-hmm. fifty thousand i want a hundred thousand yeah you had a hundred thousand i want two hundred thousand Got deleted. All right. Well, how much do you want? I want three hundred thousand. I want more. I want more and more and more. I'm never satisfied. So, without a doubt, I manifested it. Mm-hmm. I believed in it, and uh, I never stopped going for it. I never will stop continuing to get better. This is why I'm living. This is my whole reason. You take that away from me, that drive. It's like, what the? What's the point? Mm-hmm. What am I here for? Yeah. I other people. That's fine. If other people want to live a normal life and. Um, 
have a house, kids, family at 35, you know, living the American dream. That's, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with them, but that is not what I'm, that's not what I've set out to do. I set out to be something greater than that, Mm -hmm. to achieve more than that. And I'll do whatever it takes to get there. So there's two things I want to touch on really quick. Um, One, I'll just like uh, briefly touch on it for the people listening and for you. Um, This is kind of odd, but do you know that the CIA has um, pages on how manifesting actually works? There's actually documents that the CIA has on that. It's interesting. Well, I mean, if you really, really think about it, how do people achieve anything or do anything by thinking and believing it by dreaming Mm -hmm. about it before i blew up on tiktok my first you know initial taste of uh exposure of this stuff i would dream about it Mm -hmm. i would post my fucking tiktok at 9 or 10 p.m put my phone down and i'd uh hope for the best on the charger and I go to sleep and I would dream having millions of views, millions and millions of followers. I could see it scrolling on the app in my dream, mm-hmm. 500,000 views, a million views, all these followers. I would dream about it and it felt so real. And I'd wake up and I'd uh, wake up at 3 a.m. and I'd go to my phone and I'd check it and I'm 680 views, 20 likes. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, wow, that felt so real. I th- I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing it again. And I had multiple dreams of that before I even uh, achieved it or had a taste of it. And this was probably a month before I, I blew up. I don't dream about it. It's so fucking crazy how that works, honestly. That's just like me on like, I don't know, I'm just like thinking. But yeah, it, it's funny that you say that, like the thing with like um, – Going from like 20, now I want 30, now I want 50, now I want 70. That's actually really funny because when I started off with like doing YouTube, I, I literally only started doing YouTube like November of last year. So I'm like, I'm pretty happy with the growth that I've had right now. But before it was literally like that, that same thing that you just had right now. It was like, okay, I got 30 views. I want 50. Then I want 100. And then I was like, okay, I have 50 subscribers. Okay, now I want 75. Now I want 100. Like, it was like all those little steps is what led it to like a big account. I'm like, that's so fucking interesting. Just like those little miniature goals. It's nothing crazy. It's just the same thing repeated over and over and over. That's it. It's just like, what the fuck? That's all it is? I don't know. It's interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane. Right now, with me, it's not so much views or subscribers or followers. It's more so just building my body. Mm-hmm. And, uh, being more consistent for a while, I lost that consistency in the gym. And at the end of the day, that's why I'm here in the first place. So um, I, I have dreams of something greater, but uh, if I ever lose that motivation or I've ever down or I'm doubting myself, I, I go back to basics. I get in the gym and I get my training down and everything else down and I get consistent and then everything else flows solidly. It's like my safety. It's not my safety net, but it is something that, helps put me in the place I need to be like, keeps me focused on the goal helps get you grounded right yeah it keeps my eyes on the prize it keeps me set in reality mm-hmm. what's that my reality is to be something greater I can be better than this I can grow better than this 
the the opposite of reality is doubting myself. I'm thinking, oh, I, I can't do it. I'll never do it. I can't grow any more than this. It's done. That is not reality. Reality is right in front of me. It's right there. Whatever I set my mind to, that is reality because I make it that. Mm-hmm. In uh, let's talk like hypothetical or not even hypothetical, like it will be right. What, what obviously you plan on conquering and taking over the whole fucking industry for the most part. I I can already see it. That's why I always I I've told him a million times before. I'm like I see you being the modern day Arnie. I do believe it a hundred percent. Like that's why I'm like, dude. I'm mm-hmm. like, even if you've had like setbacks, like the potential's there. That your confidence is like what's gonna make it happen. But like once you go down that road, what what is it that you want? What are things that you just plan on being like the biggest influencer? Let's go a little bit more in in depth. Like, do you plan on owning a gym? Do you plan on winning competitions? Things of like that nature. No, it's really hard to say where mm-hmm. I want to be, where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. All I know is I want to be better. Okay. So, whatever that means, me being better. That means being a influencer, the greatest influencer I can be possible, being a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. maybe a, uh, in the Olympia stage, maybe a Mr. Olympia, you know, or uh, be being sick. an actor, That'd or be being sick. an actor, being in movies, um, fucking being a politician when I'm 50 years old. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know yet. But what matters is that I'm focused on the present moment. If I'm better than what I was yesterday, I'm making improvements. So I don't really have a set goal. I don't like to limit myself Mm -hmm. on what I want to achieve. I just get down and like, you know, famous quote when Arnold said, you just do the reps. Ah, You just got to do the reps. I just wake up and I do whatever I can to be better every day. Mm -hmm. There's always something more I can do. I like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's it's good not to limit to yourself. A lot of people that like I look up to, I, I I disagree with them. Like on just one thing, they say that you you need to have a plan. I I've found that that's not necessarily true. You can stumble um, onto things as long as you're being consistent and putting in the work, even if you don't have a clear path because the path isn't known yet. If that makes sense. I've always been terrible with plans. Me too. I'm spontaneous. I'm very spontaneous. I'm not really a good planner. But I'm someone that's good at ex, you know, executing in the moment. And uh, I've all think about it. I've thought about it being in Mr. Olympia. I've I've envisioned it. I've I believe it could happen. Like I see it, and I'm like, could I see myself being in Mr. Olympia? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could see it. Could I see myself being the best, greatest influencer? Yes. So, I have that ability. If I really envision something and I put my mind to it, I will achieve it. So whatever it is, I don't need the plan. All I need to do is to believe it mm-hmm. and to actually pursue that endeavor, that goal. A hundred percent. There's actually something I want to touch on really quick as well. Um, I won't keep you on too much crazy longer. We'll, we'll keep going for a little bit. But also, um, obviously, your purpose, your drive, your mission is number one, as it should be for most men. When it when it comes to a Stacy, <laughs> what do you look for in a woman? What what are your thoughts on love? Are you avoiding that? Are you just kind of going with the flow? Are you just like a squirrel trying to bust a nut? What's what's the deal with D trend out here on that? 
Uh, yeah, romance is really, it's always been a big part of my life. Has it? I like to keep it, yeah, I like to keep it, uh, my, you know, who I'm in romance with, I always like to keep it to myself. But, uh, I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic at heart. Really? You know, I, I, yes, I need love. I need emotion in my life. I need genuine connection. So, you have this idea of D-Trend needs someone that goes after Stacy's or he gets all the Stacy's <laughs> all these girls reality I'm just a, a hopeless romantic if I, I I typically would much prefer one woman that is there for me that cares for me that would do anything she can to make me happy as I will do the same over tons of other women what are yeah, that's how I've always uh, been Got it. What what's um? It, what are like certain traits you look for? Like, I guess as cheesy as it sounds, like as a wife. Like, do you ever really think about that, or are you just like, I, I, I yeah, of course. How do you compare? And how do you compare your purpose to your woman in the future? Like, where where are they like in relation? Because obviously that should be first, right? I think. Because the right what woman. That? Uh, where do you put like romance or a woman or a wife next to your mission? Um. It's uh, it's definitely not my first, mm-hmm. but it's in there. You know, it's somewhere in the top five. Mm-hmm. You know, no, one hundred percent. But but it's uh, it's not the first thing or the main thing in my life, but it is always in there. Yeah, it's a big part of my happiness. Um, I feel like I doing all this is stressful and just staying on the the grind, being focused, locked in every day as much as I can. It gets like, you know, lonely. There's not very many people I could talk to or hang out with and they might not even be genuine with me, but I could have one woman that's there for me and cares for me and will do whatever it takes to make me happy and be there for me. And then uh, that's really all I could ask for. So that's what matters the most to me in terms of romance. I like knowing that that person genuinely cares and it's there for me and supportive. That's all. Um, I've never been, I mean, maybe when I was younger, but I'm not really big on just hooking up with random women and going after random women. That's never really anything I've really liked to a lot. I've done it before, mm-hmm. but um, there's no happiness. There's no really point in it. Um, I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I don't really have time for that. You know, I, I much prefer spending quality time with a woman taking her out to eat, you know, buying things, little things for her to make her happy, spending quality time, and just enjoying each other's presence, you know. Mm-hmm. That's um, something I really value. As if I could have an amazing time with a woman just by sitting next to her and talking to her, then that's a quality woman in my book that I could also do a few other things. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I'd say but like. Yeah, that's uh, Yeah, that's what I like. I'd say support is like number one. Yeah. Cause a lot of, a lot of people aren't really, I don't know. I'm like, I'm very selective with even my friends in particular. Cause like, I'm like, I'm yeah. like very anal with like who I just keep around. Like th- there are some people I keep around, whether it's like they have a good heart, they're a good person or 
um yeah. they're ambitious like things of like that nature because um everyone like everyone really knows that like the you are the the five closest people you spend time with that, that is a reflection of you but a lot of people still hang out with dumbasses and i'm like you know this and you still want to be a dumbass like that that always confuses me but but yeah as far yeah. as like a woman support is like everything dude it's everything yeah and uh a common misconception with me or set you know or other bodybuilders is that I need a woman that needs to be in gym and needs to be a bodybuilder. I don't care mm-hmm. if she's attractive to me. That's all that matters. If she's 170 pounds, that's very attractive to me. And that's, that's all I need. You know, I don't, she doesn't need to be in the gym. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to be working out. If she adds value to my life, that is what matters. If she makes my life easier. Yeah. Once for me. That is what matters. Too many guys are focused on the wrong thing. They're just focused on looks or a title or whatever on the woman and that you're looking at the wrong thing. I mean, attraction's a big part of it. Don't get me wrong, but you really got to know who you're uh, talking with and mm-hmm. she suits your personality. And typically it's, uh, you'll feel it. You'll feel it inside of you if it's a compatible relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think that's like super important. Yeah, I think like the support... Um, I guess like the matching of energies and like, I think I've never really like cared too much, but like feminine energy has been like super important as of recently before, like I would always used to go for like more of like the chicks that were like, I guess it sounds gay, but like for lack of a better word, like more asking, like just like more like, oh, like they got their own, but I'm like, I don't really want that anymore. I'm just like, I want something that's going to like same energy, but like different personalities different traits to like mix well together you know that i think that polar polarity is everything i think yeah i mean if i'm with a woman uh i give her everything i give her all of me mm-hmm. i give her a vulnerable affectionate side that uh, not very many people in this world will ever get to see mm-hmm. in reality i'm a very very affectionate person i'm very vulnerable and very myself if i'm feeling sad or down or depressed or insecure, I'll typically tell them. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. Right away, I'll be like, "Hey, feeling sad right now. I'm feeling down. I'm very open with my emotions. Or if I get upset or whatever, I'll just like, um, I'm feeling insecure right now. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. It's mine and how I'm feeling. So whenever I'm with a woman, I, I am never. I used to be afraid of that vulnerability when I was younger, afraid to show it. But as I've gotten older and more. This, this past year and a half or so, I've been very in tune with myself and I have no problem, as we can see, as me talking here with a woman being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with it. In fact, it's what I want. It's what I, it's what I need. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm this person. I'm Dietrich. I'm always in the gym. I'm working out. I'm making content. <laughs> I'm talking to people. I need to be able to lighten up and just let go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really oh. good. It's a very healthy way to live. And I feel like most men aren't like that. They, they haven't found that yet. And um, I hope they do because you know, it's very important. Mm-hmm. And you just feel better, like, just being, like, honest, too. How You're young. Yeah. How old are you again? You're 22. 22. Yeah, you're young, dude. Like, I, I don't even think I started, like, 
getting my shit together to like last year i'm 27 right now so i'm just like damn bro like fucking i think it might be like a, the help of the internet but i feel like that's helped like people get like a gym on thing as long as you include that self-awareness and the action to that that wanting right because yeah. a lot of a lot of people have the but internet and they don't learn shit from it <laughs> yeah i've learned a lot through uh experience internet too but just experience i've made a lot of mistakes probably more so than most people i failed a lot of times but you always get back up though exactly exactly i always get back up and um that's probably why i here i'm here where i'm at i've taken a lot of risks i've made a lot of mistakes i've failed many times and uh it makes you stronger mm -hmm. if you're not if you're afraid to fail then you'll never achieve anything like me leaving young LA, most people leaving LA, oh fuck no, they wouldn't do that. They would not think about leaving LA, mm -hmm. you know, because there's a chance they could lose everything they were they were making, their fan base. They could mm -hmm. lose it. That was with me. I had that um, that thought. I mean, I could really lose everything. This can mm -hmm. be it if I leave and people switch on me and. Uh, Maybe I don't make as much sales. Mm -hmm. I took the risk. I took the chance. And I have no regrets. You know what? I left. That's wild to me. Dude, I didn't even know there was a whole thing again, like, against, like, Young LA and Rock Gear. Like, I had no idea there was, like, a whole, like, drama thing. And so, like, I didn't really go into it. It's, like, like, not that I didn't care. It's just, like, I just, like, I try to avoid, like, drama and stuff because it's just, like, again, like, I'm, like, you know how I told you, like, I, like, I'm very, like, anal about, like, who I hang out with. I'm also very anal, like, as to, like, what I intake. I think I'm very, like, uh, aware of it. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's, like, mm -hmm. I just, I, like, so if there's, like, drama and shit, like, I just usually, like, 90% of the time avoid it. So, like, I didn't, like, watch it. But, I, but until you start talking, I was, like, there's a thing? I was, like, it almost feels like for the people that are, like, creating drama and shit, I was, like, damn, that's, like, a throwback to high school, dude. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm not a really big fan of drama either. Um, but I will say that I'm not afraid to uh, say what I want to say and do what I want to do, mm -hmm. take risks in life. Like, I always live life on my terms. So I like to, uh, I guess, push the limits here and there. What's uh, the biggest risk you've taken? Probably all of this. <laughs> Dropping out of college, spending all my money on supplements for the gym, and um, just going for this, going for being an influencer, being someone greater—that's probably the biggest risk. Um, I basically threw away uh, any chance of normalcy. It's like I'm not going to be a normal person. I'm not going to work a normal job. Mm -hmm. This is it, or I will be fucked. And that's life but i i never gave myself another option by far this is the biggest risk i mean i've done other things mm -hmm. that are probably more dangerous <clears throat> in terms of risk but <laughs> in terms of my daily life <clears throat> this is probably it you know uh and it won't be the last this one probably won't be the biggest risk in my future but i think uh you know dropping out of college and saying to hell with all this bullshit i'm gonna do what i want to do and i'm gonna figure out a way to, to reach my goals is uh, the biggest risk I think most people could take. Mm -hmm. Could you see yourself opening up a gym? Not really. No? 
Okay. Nah, not really. I don't really. I could see myself maybe starting my own merchandise in the future, but a gym probably not. Okay. I don't know if I want to manage a gym. <laughs> is it? Do you, is it too much work? <laughs> you think? <clears throat> um, I I just I don't really care too much to yeah. manage a gym. Um, <clears throat> I like working out at other gyms, so yeah, other people's gyms. I probably would get bored. Okay, I got you. I got you. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, when's uh, when? When you thinking about dropping off that D Trend merch, bro? You know all these loyal customers want your stuff, dude. It's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while. Yeah, a lot of people want it, but uh, they're just gonna have to wait. You know, in the future, if uh, they're still rocking with me a few years from now, then they'll get it. But that's a big, it's a big move right there. Yeah, a hundred percent. I want to make sure when I do make that move, I can give it my all and I can put all my money into it, all my love and thoughts and ideas, so it comes out exactly how I want it. I'm very picky with how I like doing things, so I'm not going to do it unless I know I have all the intangibles and tools to do it the best way I possibly can. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I hundred percent get it because I've seen like, um, like certain brands that like like or, or certain like people that are like big. That like I, they like half-ass it, like not to like be rude, yeah. but it's like I'm like I if you just put in like a few more hours a week, like it, it would look hella fresh, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm not someone that's like that. Yeah, it's it's wow. either all in or not at all, right? Yeah, for right now, my main focus is just simple: get in the gym, bust my ass off, continue to be better mentally and physically. I like to keep it very simple. Keep it simple, less stress on me. Mm-hmm. I know my path and how I'm gonna get there. I like that. I like that. Let me um, you know what's rad? This is just like a random thought. I'm like, dude. Ever since like, I found your stuff, I never ever ever gave a shit about like girls' feet. But ever since you pointed out like fucking white toenails, I'm like, damn, bitch, that shit looks good, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit of a feet guy. I don't have a foot fetish, but I, over time I've gone grown to, yeah. I guess, appreciating them. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, D-Trend <laughs> printed on me, bro. I was like, what the fuck? I never gave a shit about that before. I actually didn't care about feet too much myself. Uh-huh. It's just something that just kind of came to me over time. I don't know where it came from, but <laughs> I think it's just maybe me just being a comfortable with myself i just yeah. got into it fuck it i mean yeah i think that's what it is for the most part just getting comfortable but we touched yeah, on I... what were you saying sorry brother i was gonna say something but i don't know <laughs> i'll say the most stupidest shit i'll oh, say i'm no, a solid no, no, no. that's cool. <laughs> okay oh man if a girl has pretty feet let's just say i'll it doesn't matter i will I'll do anything to show her my appreciation for her feet. <laughs> you hear that, Stacy's? <laughs> get your nails done. <laughs> That's a PG way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we um we touched on earlier like how you didn't care about life. Now I want to touch on really quick. Why is life precious to you now? I would say a lot of it is uh, my followers. Mm-hmm. The people I impact, you know, I have the ability to change people's lives and make them very happy and motivate them. And in return, it motivates me. 
you know so i feel like i have a responsibility now mm-hmm. to continue doing that to continue motivating them or other people mm-hmm. and getting better and in return helping other people get better so i would just say i have a lot more responsibility now which i lacked for a while so okay. i would say that responsibility for other people making them better and helping motivate them and them expecting more from me is why I am the way I am now. And that's why, that's why people call you father D trend in the comments, bro. <laughs> they call me what? Some people call you. That's why I see some people call you father D trend or daddy D trend and yeah. shit. Taking care of the kids, yeah. bro. Hey man, I always tell people I wouldn't be where I am without them. So that will never change. Can can you see yourself being a dad? Yeah. Yeah, in the future. Um when I'm a bit older. Not really right now. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I could see it happening. I always tell people that surprises some guys. I always say I want a daughter. Oh really? That surprised me, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd love to have a daughter. Huh. Okay. What's um what's what's one thing that you would make sure to to teach your daughter like growing up is there anything important that you would want to pass on to her like maybe like a bit of advice or anything like that to make sure she feels loved and accepted and to always let her know that she has someone that she can confide in and feel comfortable with to express her herself to with regarding anything mm-hmm. i think a lot of men now they have a bad uh time dealing with stuff like that you know they see it on the internet you see how other men treat other women wow you're a whore you're, you're nasty this girl's a whore for even thinking that and i used to be like that myself i used to be guilty of it but i would let her know that no matter what i'll always be there and uh, support her and make sure she feels loved and help her show you know I guess show her that, you know, she, there's always going to be someone there for her, mm-hmm. you know, and try to help her guide her to show her what a good man would be, you know, through my own, um, I guess, love and affection towards her. Mm-hmm. So whenever she does settle down or if she got older, she can make a, she would know mm-hmm. who not to be with and who, to be with and that she values herself mm-hmm. and cares and loves herself you know what i mean that kind of stuff just self-love mm-hmm. that's super important yeah that's super yeah. and i feel like a lot of women lack that and that's something i've always been really good at doing yeah yeah a lot of people do i it. would say me me being with women and being in relationships has made me want to be like that has made me want to potentially have a daughter has made me want to be sweeter and nicer. You know what I mean? No, a hundred percent. But not a pushover, not a pushover. It's just someone that's always going to be there. I like that. Um, And let's say we were do uh, the reverse, right? Like, let's say you had a son. What would you want to guide him towards? Obviously we get, we getting gains obviously, but um, I guess other than that, like, is there anything like you'd want to like impart or teach on him? 
just to love himself and whatever he wants to do in life, go full force and achieve it. What's um, be confident in himself mm-hmm. and uh, be a, a positive role model. What's the best thing your dad has taught you? Best thing. Um, loyalty. Very loyal. Um, to a T. So loyalty and sticking up for yourself. He's always taught me that to stick up for myself. And he's very loyal to who he knows is real and is by his side. And I've picked up on that over time. Um, I also take my drive from him, my uh, tenacious drive to achieve whatever I want to achieve. He's the same way. He was uh, in prison for a while when I was a kid for maybe four to five years. Um, and he got out with really nothing and he worked his way o- up over time to now owning a business, mm-hmm. his own business, body shop business. And he did it when he was younger. He did it when, you know, before he went to jail and then, he, you know, prison, whatever, got out, did the same thing, worked his way back up. So that drive to be something greater and uh, continuing to work on his craft, that's where I get that from. People think, man, Petron's always in the gym. Is this all he talks about? Is this all he does? You know, like, this is insane. I'm like, yeah, that's the same thing my dad does. He He's been in a body shop since he was 15 years old. He's 54. He, he goes to work every day, six days a week. There's no other place he'd rather be. What does your dad think of your success? He's happy. Yeah. He's proud. Yeah. What has he said? Has I think it- he's up. He's uh he just likes to brag a little bit like <laughs> he likes to take my rog ear clothes. <laughs> yeah, not that it matters, but he likes my rog ear stuff a lot more than my MLM stuff. Yeah, I think yeah he's just he's just proud of me as a you know as a, as a son. Um, he's always been a bit hard on me, and uh, he cares for me and loves me a lot. I he's just he's just happy I'm doing what I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I love I, I I really like to hear that because a lot of dads aren't like as supportive, so it's like nice hearing like your dad's like he likes to brag and shit. I don't know, I just think that's sweet personally, you know. Yeah, if I if I lost everything and I was broke five years from now, I could come back here and stay with him. He would love that. That's dope, man. Yeah, a lot of people that's don't even the kind have... of loyalty. Yes. He's honestly upset that I'm leaving, that I'm leaving to, that I want to leave to LA, but. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want me to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. He gets lonely. How often would you come back to see him? Um, Probably every few months. Every maybe two months or so. Mm-hmm. It's not that far of a drive. It's only four and a half hours. Yeah, it's not that bad, actually. Whatever you want, want to see me. I, I like it. I, I or when I want to see him. I feel it. I feel it. Um... I guess that's I, I had one more thing to ask, but oh yeah, I remember now. Um, have you thought about starting the um, the subscription thing on YouTube, or what are your thoughts on that? Um, I haven't actually thought about it yet, mm-hmm. um, but I will think about it and I'll look more into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I would have to do mm-hmm. um, in order for those subscriptions. Like, if people are going to pay for that, I don't know. I would have to think. Okay, what am I going to have to do? them to feel like they're getting their money's worth 
Mm-hmm. You know, and that's always something <clears throat> I like to think about. And I never like to make people pay if I'm not going to mm. go full force and make sure they're getting their money's worth. So I have to look more into it and actually, you know, yeah. put a little effort in researching it and seeing what it's about. And yeah, I'll go for it. Cause I, you know, money's a, a big part of my life, obviously, mm-hmm. but I like to make sure people are getting their money's worth. You know, I'm never just going to do stuff for money. You know what I mean? So I have to see what I could do, what I could provide. And if I'm like, yeah, this is great. I could do this and I'll go for it. Y'all see that guys? D trend is wholesome as fuck. He wouldn't fuck you guys over at all. So there's that. That's, that's, that's a very good, you have a very good moral. Uh, I actually, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's, it's just something that's inside of me. It's just how I've always am. I, I have some things, some morals. I just, it's hard for me. I, I just can't break, you know? Mm. I'm not perfect, but I have a few things like that that are set in stone. You're um you're not a sellout like some of the people at Young LA. What's good? <laughs> Just kidding. You're a good person, man. <laughs> I do my best. Well, I I genuinely appreciate it. I genuinely appreciate your time. Um, you're amazing. Uh, sorry, I got a little nervous in the beginning. Uh, I was a little intimidated. Fine, no the testosterone was oozing out from your Zoom camera to me, so I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> the beta in me came out. So <laughs> you're fine, man. You've, you've been nothing but an alpha. Nah. <laughs> I, I I appreciate you for being such a humble king. Uh, but yeah, dude, you're amazing. Um, hopefully, next time we do this, it's in person, so that way we don't like stumble over each other. So I'm sorry if I interrupted. Um, but I appreciate your time, your words. Uh, where can people follow you now? TikTok, uh-huh. YouTube, uh, Instagram. Just type in Dtrend. Mm-hmm. You'll find me. TikTok, Dtrend 600. Instagram, just type in Dtrend. I will pretty much be the first yeah. name to pop up. Got you, man. I, appre- I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. And I hope you have a good rest of your day, man. All right. Solid. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Peace, man. Oh, yeah. Do shorts, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah, shorts. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I, I forgot. Do, do better. Do it. You'll blow up, dude. Okay. I swear to God. I uh, I think about posting maybe my some of my older TikToks on shorts and some of my newer ones. Yeah, just do just just do like a slow drip, like once every 24 hours. Get that consistency and you'll be golden. bro. I swear on my mom, dude, you'll blow up, dude. Own YouTube, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I'll make sure to give it a shot. I want my YouTube to grow. So you got it, bro. It'll happen. All right, peace, brother. All right, thank you, brother. You won't go fooling me twice now, baby.